Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. Get right into today's message. Y'all all right out there? Y'all put some stuff. Y'all put some amens in the chat. Put some praise. Put some hands. Put some hallelujah hands. And then put some prayer hands. And do something. Tell me y'all with me. Amen. Father, we thank and praise you, Father, for this is the day that you have made, God. We glorify you. We rejoice. And we are so grateful, God, for what you have been doing and what you've done thus far in service, God. Thank you, Father, for being in our midst, God. We do not take it for granted, Father. We thank you that you love us, Father. We be, we are showing our love towards you by worshiping you, God. By glorifying you, by honoring you, Jesus. Have your way on today, God. Let the Holy Spirit and the wisdom of the Almighty God have full course, full reign. Hallelujah. Use me for your good and for your glory, God. Let revelation knowledge come and flow freely through me, Jesus. Help change the lives of the people and help them to set their minds to reset where they're standing now and where they need to where they need to go, Father, in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. A lot of us have received or been in a place of God. Well, it's been okay. Amen. Things have been going good for the most part in your life. Amen. Most people don't see that there's a reset and that something happens in their lives. Amen. There takes a a, a incident, something to get your attention, to make you think or bring you to the attention that maybe I need to change the way I'm doing things. Amen? Mm-hmm. And then some people just understand that being in tune with God, there is a time to reset. Mm-hmm. God, I've gotten comfortable. See, a lot of, yeah, a lot of us have gotten comfortable in our, in our relationship with Jesus Christ. We've seen the hand of God move, and we've seen it move to a degree where now every all our needs are met. The needs of our needs are met. And we don't pull on God like we used to. We give God, God, thank you for waking me up this morning, and then we out the door. But when we first got saved, there was a time when we spent in the presence of God. Every moment. God, I just need to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Just do something to let me know you're with me. 
Yeah, I know y'all looking at me. That used to be more. That used to be my friends. Yeah, that used to be my friends. God, let me know that you're with me today. Do something. And everybody thinking that we wait on we wait on these big moments. We wait on these life changing moments to happen. To for God to prove that He's with us. When, when we look back and we just we walk through the course of our day, we under we see that God thank you. Yeah, yeah. Some, some, and some things are just as simple as looking across on the other side of the highway and there was an accident and you weren't a part of it. That time that you got stuck in you got stuck in something and a moment down the road there was an accident and God thank you for holding up my my the track where I was that, that I could have been in that. That could have been me. See, everybody, I know y'all, everybody looks like, Pastor, that's just so general. That's just so. But when you get out of that and understand, it is God that I move, I breathe, and I have my breath. That everything that I do, God is a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so why release the angels to go before you if you ain't expecting them to work? So when things change and you get diverted, God, I thank you for the angels. Hallelujah. Some of y'all play with this because God is moving. And, and, this, and when you see that, and now you've gotten comfortable. So now you need to reset how you, because see, a lot of us, our minds, we've gotten warped in our thinking. We think God worked for us. <laughs> when we forget, we actually working with God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4. Some of y'all need to get rid of them friends too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I ain't talking about the worldly ones. I'm talking about the ones who, who's, who talking about speaking in tongues, holding those tongues. I ain't talking about hating on nobody. We, we operate in love. But that means everybody that's with you are with you. Amen. Say that. Everybody who's with you aren't pulling for you. I know. Y'all looking at me like y'all. Man, we go back like like car seats, man. Like what? Like car seats. <laughs> we go all the way back. We go, we go way back. Oh, I know some of y'all looking at me like. Back like Cosby. Yeah, Cosby go back. Come on. y'all up to the new plan. Cosby's be crying, right? That is so disgusting. Yeah, I hope y'all up, man. Some of y'all, y'all must go play. So I need to be out here. Y'all must go play. I'm so glad, I need the new one. I need the new one. Sorry, come on. But some of y'all need to get rid of that. Because people who brought you to a place of salvation are people who need, you need to travel with to take you to the next level in your salvation. In your walk. Let me say it that way. After you've been born again, there's, there's people who God put in your lives for moments, mm -hmm. for times, mm -hmm. for seasons. But the problem with us is we carry people from moments and try to bring them into seasons. Right. Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm. 
And we try to take people who were bought for seasons into future. Everybody's not meant to travel with you in your future. Why? Because they don't believe what you believe about what God said about you. Yeah, it ain't no shot at them. It's just that they, they, they're not equipped to handle what God has placed in you. And they're not going to celebrate it when God reveals it. Yeah, because we all know that people are going to talk about you. People are not going to get with you. Because why? People don't believe what's in you. is going Because they believe what God is doing to you, that should be me. <laughs> So y'all y'all trying to play me. Y'all trying to play me. Y'all trying to play me. Y'all trying to make me feel like y'all mommy all about myself. That's okay. Nah, there he is. But yeah, it's just that. Yeah, amen. And that's no shot that people, I mean, that ain't, that ain't, that's not a, that's not a, a put down to anybody. That's just where you are. And a lot of people, until you, until they reset, you need to come up. And a lot of times, well, God is waiting on you to come up so you can help bring people out. Wow. See, because your resetting is not just about you. It's about helping someone who only is, who, who's in that place called stuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got a lot of people who stuck. When you first got saved, they was doing that. You've been saved for 10 years, they're still doing that. And that's not to say that that's not their purpose. They just don't want to do no more. You can still do that and elevate as well. But people are stuck. Yeah, I know them co-workers. Who don't want to do nothing else? And you, you have aspirations on growing in the company? You don't want to go up there. <laughs> you, sure you, want to, you sure you want to take that promotion? They don't want you to do it because they're afraid to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, see that we we reach it somewhere now. Y'all let me feel the chapter four. Yes. Turn your turn your attention to the, um, verse twenty-two. Ephesians four twenty-two. I want to make sure I'm getting scripture right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm reading from the King James Bible. All right. <laughs> I to make sure I'm clear. <laughs> I don't want to be some and I think that pastor that he can be people straight. He can talk about scriptures, man. He he be in feet, but he talk about scriptures over the dollar. I'm making fun of myself. I can, I can find humor in myself, amen. Why? Because I don't take myself that serious. I used to. But I'm human, amen. Y'all mm -hmm. at 22? Yes. It says that he put off. Concerning the former conversations, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, 23, and being renewed in the spirit of your mind. In order to change anything, you got to first change your mind. Amen. In order to reset in your life, you got to first reset your mind. You got to set the way you think about things. You got to set how you view things. Because a lot of our minds are warped. Not just in the world, but even as believers. 
We have walked thinking. We've heard some walked things over the course of our salvation lives, amen, over the course of our lives in Jesus Christ. We've heard people say all kind of madness. I'm just, I'm, I'm, y'all, 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 y'all rock with me for a little bit. I got you, man. <laughs> I even heard years ago, say years ago. Years ago. Y'all say years ago. Years ago. Years ago. When I first got saved, David, we had a minister, and he was talking about hell. He stopped talking about the devil's in hell making eyeball soup. And I'm like, I'm looking at the guy who I'm with, I'm like, that's just all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, even if that's what you think, to say that yeah. and to teach people that is all wrong. Amen. How do you go there? How do you go there in your mind that that's okay to talk about? And somebody there again, well, Pastor, you're talking, I'm not talking about it. I'm bringing it up that it was talked about. That's right, man. I'm not teaching a, a, a class or a lesson on that. I'm just telling you how what people are in the body of Christ. That any any revelation that people believe that they have, they want to share. And it don't line up with the word. There's a renewing of the mind that has to happen. That when do we talk about the things that God talks about? See, everybody wants to always be revelatory. Well, I got a revelation of this. I got a revelation. Just read the scripture. <laughs> All the revelation that you need to start is the Bible. It's one of the most simplistic books that's ever been written once you get out of your own head. It was tough for me when I first got saved because I couldn't fathom in my mind that any of this could be true. Why? Because it didn't line up with conventional thinking. See, there are, there's, a time to, there's a time to accept for us all. Even when accepting Jesus Christ, you have to re accept and reset that I have to jump all the old and now accept God's work as the new. What do you mean, Pastor? That God's word becomes the standard for my living. And I can't mix what I learned in the world with what I learned now learning concerning the Bible and try to merge the two. They're going to always clash. Why? Because the world's information and the world's revelation is not going to line up with the world. I mean, with the word. It's impossible. Because if that's the case, then we want to just close about. And accept everything that this world tells us to be fact and factual. See, a lot of people can't get with the word because it it goes against what you learn from your kindergarten to the twelve to your um, your undergrad to your master's to your PhD, your PhD, your PhD. You know, some people got so many PhDs. <laughs> I know some of the people in the office um, they work in their office and they did. They got a whole back wall full of stuff. <laughs> and he's trying to be looking like, can you still talk like that? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit more national than I did. I trust God for the information. <laughs> 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 I'm going to waste all these 
two, that's so six, <laughs> plus another eight years, yeah, that's, 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 that's 12 years, just on that side alone of education. And you, and you still won't trust God. Wow. You trust all of this before you trust God. When do you reset? And forget about all this. Because all this is fleeting. All your accomplishments are going to fade away. They're going to go off. No one's ever, no one's ever going to remember that. If you take those off the wall, well, nobody know that you, you've completed all of that. It's only when you do this that people see change. Amen. Amen. And let's keep going. We have, we have 20, and it says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put off, put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Amen. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. We gotta start walking like God to, re to reset. And to and, and, and renew our way of thinking. See, the, but the first way and the first thing that we have to do to reset is we have to get this mind together. That's why I said, let this mind be in you. Which is also in Christ Jesus. That what is that because we gotta put on the mind of Christ. We have to think like he does. Or at least we have to be willing to. We have to be willing to, to challenge the norms with the word of God to reset. Yeah, because there's a resetting. A lot of people, and see, a lot of us, we, me, I'll talk about, I'll talk about me. I have to get out of the, 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 the system of, of the money concerning the world. We know that money, and we know that money, you know, changes and answers things. They always, there's a stable saying that a poor preacher's voice is never heard. He's like a lonely man crying in the wilderness. And so we understand that money, you need money to do certain things in this world. But more than money, you need faith. And God. And what I had to do is, I had to understand that, okay, we need resources. But I had to reset my thinking that I don't have to do everything and anything to get resources. Amen. Because see, a lot of people are willing to make unholy alliances for resources. You sell what little piece of your body you have of value for resources. That's a reset that has to take place. And it ain't just the world that's doing it. It's people right in the church that's selling their bodies and I ain't talking about this sexually. I'm talking whatever. They're lending it. They're lending their presence, their, their appearance to ungodly people, ungodly environments for a few minutes of fame, popularity, a sense of importance, a sense of entitlement. When do it? When is the time for us to reset them? We should not be following after them. They should be following after us. I don't have to go into your world. And here's another thing. Why, do, why is it important for me to go into your world? To be like you. I don't have to go over there. And matter of fact, you don't even have to come over here. 
Real change doesn't, doesn't present itself by where I go. Real change is exhibited by what we do. If we're receptive in God like we need to be, then something about us should change. But not them. Everybody want to be like everybody that's out there. And nobody wants to be, no one wants to maintain the standard of, of Jesus Christ anymore. Everybody gets with everything, folds under everything. It's a time to reset. And God is calling us to. Yeah, yeah. Some things about to be changed in the body of Christ. Yeah. There's a changing of the guard. I'm trying to tell you. That's taking place. And that's going to change. This going to take place. There's going to be a changing of the guard. And because a lot of people ain't, well, <laughs> Isaiah 43. Amen. We gotta reset. This is, a time, this is a time to reset. We're all, I don't know whether you want to believe it or not. God said this is a time to reset. Some of you have taken on so much and so much, and, this, and I'll say that too. Some of y'all are taking on so much things and so many things that, that's, that's killing you. It's killing you financially. You've taken on so many burdens and responsibilities. And God has said, now is your season to reset. Get up. You gotta some now you gotta stop purging things in your life. Some of y'all got too much clutter in your house. Get rid of some of that stuff. Does every need does every room need to be filled with everything? Amen. Is it just for appearance sake? Do you have what you have because you want to show people I got it? This is not a knock on nobody. If God has blessed you with it, then you're comfortable with doing it and it don't and it don't challenge you in any way and it ain't compromising your spiritual walk, then God, then God bless you. I'm not talking to you. The spirit of the living God is not talking to you. But if you're taking on things that now have taken you over, you need to consider that. Should I reset? Is it time to hit the reset button of my life? And some of you, have I put ministry above my family? Ooh, I know y'all wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> <laughs> is, my, uh, is my family being compromised because I'm always running to the building? My disclaimer, don't do more for me than you wouldn't do for your husband. Amen. Don't give me nothing if you're not willing to first give to your husband. Amen. You better teach. <laughs> don't keep, don't be coming and say, you need this. Ask your man who he needed first. <laughs> I don't need everybody's cooking. Don't make me nothing without cooking your husband's son.
I took that on personally. I, I, I wear that. I understand who I am. All right, reset. Reset. <laughs> Don't cook me nothing if you're not willing to cook for your husband. Right now, I'm not saying, old boyfriend, I say your husband. <laughs> I didn't say that, I didn't say that dude who made him occasionally come by and make the call. <laughs> the B-call. I, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about the one that you come, you vowed to give you, that you vowed that you have committed your life to him. That's who I'm talking about. Don't cook me nothing if you don't take care of your home. And I'm just using that as as not because it ain't just about the cooking. I'm saying that it, the reset is now, if your relationship is rocky, maybe you need to reset how you are viewing things around you to cause your relationship to be rocky. Amen. Amen. You should make him or her want to come yeah. to fellowship with Jesus and not run away from Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not always the same situation for everybody's Everybody's case. Everybody's case is not that. Some people just live with people who just won't serve God. That's just what that is. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, they're just going to fight because they don't believe. When signs all around tell them to believe, some people just not going to believe. Help me out. Some people just not going to believe. They're just that they're under under. Full of unbelief. <laughs> Why? Because a lot of them have been programmed by the world. Why believe in God? Can you believe? Because here's the thing: they don't. They go to the extreme to not believe. See, Bible, God, God says He takes the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. So what God does, He it, it seems simple to others. But see, everybody wants, like I started out with, everybody believes that either he's cracking the sky or he ain't doing enough to crack the sky. Because they, they put some of the most catastrophic things on God. Well, if he loves you, why did he allow X, Y, and Z to happen? Man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No one knows the heart of the mind of Christ. We have we have worry about how he's how he does things, but we don't know why he makes the decisions all the time that he makes the decisions about. He chooses to allow things to happen. We don't know. And here's the other thing: he is not the god of this world. The devil is. Right. So stop putting that on him. Amen. Reset your mind about that. He's not the god of this world. It was not him who was cast down. It was Satan that was cast down. Lucifer. And all the millions that followed him. So God is not, he, he's not the, the God of this. That's, that's why he said his kingdom is going to come. He's telling you that this is not the kingdom of God. His kingdom is soon to come. But the reset is most people believe that God is 
are in control of everything that goes on here. If that was the case, then why aren't you saved? Simple. See, I said, the foolish things to confound the wise. <laughs> but see, if you're wise in your own thinking, you will never, you will never hear that. All you hear is God allowed babies to die. No. It's the devil. Now, the Bible says God kills. God raised war. And so it's not God who kills people when things like that. It's people who refuse to serve him. That the world, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. It's the devil who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. God said he comes that we may have life. But most people don't want to hear well, okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me tell me clear that up about God kills. He destroyed the entire city. Did they all survive? Case closed. When you refuse to obey God, then you suffer the wrath of God. He doesn't wish that any man perish, but all come to repentance. Yeah. But when he gives you an opportunity and you show him your hind pots, mm -hmm. what do you expect him to do? Case code. Yeah. So when people ask you, ask me all the time, well, if you serve such a loving God, then why does things happen? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> Leave me out of that. I got nothing to do with that. I don't know why it happened. It happened. When you get when we, we get to the end, if you have an opportunity to speak, then you ask. <laughs> But I believe firmly that when we get to that, there will be no question. He's just going to lay out your case before you. Yeah. Okay, end to end. Oh. Reproduction. <laughs> 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 but see, because people think that's going to be a happy time. And people are like, well, Pastor, you talk about hell a lot. You know why I talk about hell a lot? Because people don't talk about hell. Yeah, people don't want you to believe that. They want you to live and bust hell wild. They want you to live however you want to live while you breathe it. Not knowing that life begins after death. Yeah. And more people are concerned about this world than the world to come. This world is fleeing. Everything about this world is dying. Yes. Yeah, I know somebody, and no, everybody, this is, we're not a morbid ministry. We don't talk about death just to be always humble. We, I want, Pat, God has given me a mandate to bring everybody into the room. Don't play around with your soul. You need to reset, then you should take the opportunity to reset. 
because someone says, I accept it with God with my eyes. I say it with my belief in my heart. That is not it. You have to repent. You have to get before God and say, God, cleanse me of all my unrighteousness. Be baptized. Yeah, you can't forbid water. No, sir. Don't let nobody fool you. There's a resetting that takes that needs to take place. And how we present Jesus Christ to people. Stop giving people this old fluffy stuff, this, this kind of candy gospel. This make-believe stuff. It's okay that you confess with your mouth and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ with your heart. Okay, that's step one. I believe you, I believe you, I believe you died and you rose again. Now I now I have to repent. Cleanse me, Father. Acts 238 is clear. But now is the time for people to read. Because see, a lot of people think that did it for them. And then once they say that, they go back and live the life that they need, they need to live. Once you confess you might believe it, now people go run right back to the world and try to live the same life they were living prior to. Well, I gave Jesus my life. No, you didn't. You gave him your mouth. You gave him your mouth. Because now, what you need to do is after you give him your mouth, now you got to give him your heart. And after you give him your life, now you got to surrender your life to him. So the reset is not just my mouth. Now I give him my heart. I give him my life. I give him everything. I give. Now I give him my thoughts. And after I give my thoughts, now that my thoughts are working, my feet won't take me to places where I don't need to go no more. Amen. I'm not drawn away by my own lust and entice. Because my focus now is to please the Father. But some of y'all need to be set. Y'all that Isaiah? Yes. 18, verse I'm, I'm 4. I mean, I'm, I'm Isaiah chapter 8, I'm verse 18. 42, chapter 43, verse 18. Oh, verse 18. Um, chapter 14, verse 18, Isaiah. It says, remember ye not the former things, neither the things that are old. Amen? How many, how many people you know always remember the old things? <laughs> yeah. You, you pass them, but man, Bird, y'all know you. Isaiah 43, chapter 18. I mean, chapter 43, verse 18. People always talk about old things. That's because they have not reset. Y'all know, y'all, there's some people when you see in the church, I, I see people then that, that knew me when I first got saved um, almost 30 years ago. They tell me, now I remember you from back then. I'm glad you do, because I don't. <laughs> I remember a little bit. I don't remember. But, but see, people remember things because people remember time. And times and things. And people try to hold you to certain times in your life. Mm -hmm. People remember moments and times. Remember we was doing this? No, but I know you do. <laughs> I talked to a, a brother uh, earlier this week. And he was saying, man, remember we used, to, we used to go do this? We used to have this thing called PAC. Back when I forgot to say it. was called PAC. People Against Civic Terror. We used to walk the neighborhoods 
and minister Jesus Christ. We did it once a year, every year. We walked from Benny Road all the way down to the Capitol Mall. Mm. What a walk. Oh, yes. Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. Just think about it. I need to, I need to ride. Man, <laughs> <laughs> I can walk with the best of them. I get my exercise on, but just think about that, man. That was a walk. From Benny Road, the top of Marlboro Pike and Benny Road, down from um, past uh, Fletcher Johnson, Oh, yeah, went across the bridge, oh, oh. went down Benton Road, and walked all the way to the mall. H, H and H went all the way through there, oh, walking, and people we had walking and having signs, and we had people running as people were watching us on the side, walking, running to the neighborhood, passing out tracks, and ministering. People against signature trying to come come back, and this is when the gun violence in DC was getting was at its height, almost was at its height. The murders was at was at its height. Now it was in the uh, it was late eighties, early nineties. Actually, wasn't even late eighties. It was the mid early nineties because I, I was I was still in the world of the eighties. But and so he was asking. He said, "Do you remember sitting down saw a picture um, the other day? Do you remember we did?" I said, "I remember that, but I don't remember no picture." <laughs> and these are times that people get stuck in. And when he was talking, I'm like, and looking at you, and you remember that time. Can you honestly say you've evolved since that time? And things about people's lives, we don't, we don't make, we make observations about. We judge. Let me say it right. We judge. And we we we, we cross reference to where should you be? If you say you've been with God all this time, why is there no growth? In your life, and why is that still a moment in your life? Not talking about the conversation, just talking about people. People hold you to moments, but people don't move and grow. And God is calling us, and He's telling, "Now is the time to reset. Forget about what you used to do. What are you prepared to do now?" With all the information of the word that you've gotten, what are you prepared to do now? How can you impact the world around you with that which you say you know, but you refuse to do? Because see, there's a, there's a lot of people who know a whole lot of more, more than I do. They can go scripture with the best of them. Can't live none of it, but they quote it. And the reason why they can't live it is because it's not in them to do. It's in them to know it, but it's not in them to live it. What do you mean, Pastor? The Holy Spirit is not ruling and reigning in their lives like he, like he wants to. See, because you ain't just saved because you know the word. You're saved because you're able to carry out the word. <clears throat> See, the devil know the word. Yeah, he was able to tell me, he was trying, he was trying to tell Jesus, amen, with the word. And Jesus like, man, I should not tempt the Lord that God. I ain't gonna tempt me with my own word. Idiot. You got you got to be the dumbest, you got to be the dumbest thing ever created. <laughs> you smart, but you're stupid. 
<laughs> because you were trying to, she was trying to trick me with my word. That's great because a lot of us, a lot of people are tricked by your own words. Amen. Y'all doing all right out there? Mm -hmm. Y'all being blessed? Amen. Yeah, amen. Turn your Bible to John, I mean Job. Job job. That's <laughs> <laughs> my first guy say, well, I'm like, man, turn to Jeff, turn to Job. Listen, I said job. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's y'all. That's, that's like, see, that's y'all being super spiritual. That's his job, man. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Job, man. It's, it's pronounced Job. It was, it was, he was a person. It's called Job in the Bible. That's it, man. That man's name was Job. But <laughs> <laughs> see how your mind, your mind, your mind is something else, man. It wouldn't allow, I struggled when I first got saved because I was like, man, that's job, man. <laughs> See, that's, that's, that's why people don't want to come up to these church, man. I'm trying to treat people, man. <laughs> but that's that calm mind. And then you get hung up on, see, we get hung up on silly stuff. We get distracted by silly stuff. And God is telling us, man, come up a little higher, man. If you, listen, and, and I'll tell you, when the, the the moment I, I really gave I, I really stopped I really stopped fighting the word and gave in to the word, life will start changing. The word will start speaking and and, and become life to you. It gets live in you. And then once that word became alive in on the inside of me, my whole world changed. The things that I couldn't see, I started seeing. Yeah, yeah, put your hands on your eyes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God, help us to see afresh. And not just, we just put our hands on our eyes as a sign, but not just our physical eyes, our spiritual eyes. will come alive, God. That we'll see you even the clear, Father. As we reset, as we take off the old and put on the new. Some of us need to take off that old when we, when we first met, when we first encountered you. Help us to grow up, Father, in you. Hallelujah. That was my that was my infant child, my infant Christian. Now help me put on my maturity as a believer. Amen. 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 Got it, Job 8, verse 7. It says, as though your beginning was small, your latter will be great. One translation says, very great. So as you reset yourself, even though it may have started out small, God's promise, he promised you, he's promising you that your ladder will be very great. And the only way that happens is if you're willing to make the appropriate adjustment to reset yourselves, amen? Yeah. You know how we reset our clock? How many times do you reset our clock? Two? How many times do you reset yourself in you? If the clock goes up and back, why don't we change ourselves to go up and never back? Amen. We spend so much time trying. We see a lot of people spend so much time going back to be like everybody else, but we never press 
and resetting ourselves to go completely forward. Sometimes when you, the more you go, you want to leave people. It's by virtue of what we do. The more you push yourself, the more God and more God moves you in and elevation and raises you up, the further you get away from where you started. Think about where you were when you first got saved. And look at you now. If you are still there, then you need to reset. If you're still dealing with the same if, if the same revelation or fighting against the same revelation that you refuse to learn when you first got saved, how did this one guy? When you first, you're still arguing that point you got saved 20 years ago. You're still there. When do you reset? When the Bible says, He always knew the Lord our God is one Lord. See, when you fight things like that, you're fighting not just the, you're not fighting the word. You're fighting to, re to receive revelation. Conventional knowledge tell you, how can there be one God? When there's the Holy Spirit, there's Jesus and there's God. How can it die? Why is that just three? Well, you, you have three different birth, you have three different things going on with you. Your father, some of you, a husband, and your son. Some of you are wives, mothers, and your daughters. It don't change that my name is April. I don't, be, I don't get to be April 1, April 2, April 3. <laughs> see how see, but see, see how simple that was in thought? That people fight that because they refuse to accept. And what God is saying on today is, man, listen, he wants us, he wants us to reset ourselves. Not just to reset. He wants us to because he wants to do some things in your life. And the only way you're going to receive it is that you have to reset. You have to know that, okay, that's the old me. I'm moving towards this. I have to be in this place. To get all that God has for me, I need to be this. I need to be. This is where I need to be. And some of y'all, we got to let go of certain things that was going on in our life. To move us forward. I start out by saying, sometimes you got to let certain individuals go. God is telling you, now is the time for that new, that new career path. The reset is happening. Now, are you so concerned about, I'm afraid of moving to the new, that I'm sorry, I got to stay here in the old. You're afraid that where God is taking me. And the reset is happening. That... I'm comfortable here. Yeah. Take me 10 minutes to get here. This new job on the is going to take me 20 minutes to get here. But if it changes the course of your life towards him, because see, 20 minutes of travel can be an hour of freedom in God. When, you know, when there was no peace on your old job, now there's peace in it. So I travel 20 minutes longer to get peace. Time to reset. Some of you need to reset and start giving God more of your time during the day. You work all day long 
Oh, you got you busy, 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 busy. You find stuff to be busy when you don't open your mouth one time and say, God, I thank you. Go outside for 10 minutes, walk up and down the block. God, I love you. He said it's the time to be set. Put me first and watch what I change in your life. See, this morning was an act of a time shift. We broke away from service as usual. He was resetting the time. He was letting us know that everything ain't going to be <laughs> you can't say, okay, 10 05, we're going to do this. 10 15, we're going to do this. 10 30, we should be doing it. He said that when I change it up, are you willing to change with me? Yes. yes. And if you're willing to change with me, watch the things that I change concerning you. We weren't trying to motivate you, we were trying to get you into a posture position that change is happening in your life. Are you willing to change with me? Can you go with God? Or are you going to say, well, they running behind on ties and offerings. <laughs> because you're programmed. <laughs> and by virtue of that, the truth is, some people say, I'm not, I'm not giving. You missed my opportunity to give. Now you missed your opportunity to receive. <laughs> See, it ain't about what you were able to give. It's about what he was doing. Because, see, if you got in tune with it, where your bank account was empty, you take it, now it's full. I'm trying to tell you, when you move with God, he changes things. And when he said, time to reset, he ain't talking about, okay, you need to adjust your time on your car. He's telling you, adjust everything about how you view me. How you view the time that I'm giving you. Look at everything that's in your sphere. People who need to be changed. Who used to hold certain positions in your life. Do you need to move them out or do you need to move them up? Yeah. How you look at your wife? How you look at your husband? Some of y'all walk past in the morning. <laughs> yeah, y'all know y'all y'all just ate some of y'all just mess with your stomach. Sit out, sit out the driveway, sit out the driveway for about 20 minutes away when you pull up. Oh Jesus, oh God. <laughs> And you're expecting change to take place. You're expecting change to happen in your, in your life. And God is like, the change don't start with them, it starts with you. Why are you expecting them to be something that they, that they already are? You want somebody who, you want them to change? No, you change. You knew what that was when you married them. You thought you were going to change it. And now he said, there's time to reset. I'm telling you, if you reset, you can, it can be, it will change. I'll change it. You think they don't know you sitting out in the garage? 
Nah, wait, 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 Knowing that ain't got nothing to eat, but I'm saying I get it. The games that the risk that has to take place that you're not focused on them, you're focused on God. God changes us anyway. We have the power to change to know about. All people are gonna do is be more of themselves if you try to push them to be something else. It's God that changes them. So when does the reset for peace within you happen? Because then you can go in there and shout. That's why I'm always glad when I see you, when you shout. The change is with you. It ain't with them. Because either they're going to get with the change, or they're going to get left behind. Because they're going to see everything God is doing. And when the shit happens, they're going to be running behind you. Okay, I want, I want to get back. <laughs> I'm missing you. And that's when God starts shifting things. It ain't to rub their nose in it. It's to let them know. Either you with me or you not. And whether you go, I'm going. I believe, God, that you're going to come along. So you better come on. So you just keep on going. Amen. You keep on doing what God called you to do. I, like I told you one before, they watching. Yeah. They watching you too. The transformation is happening with you too. Amen. I'm looking at you and I'm like, when I saw you when I first came in, there's change happening. Yes. Glory to God. Yeah, it is. You know I'm talking to you, right? Yeah. Yes. I ain't gonna call you because I ain't gonna put you on blast. But God is God is doing some things in you. I saw you when I walked from back to the office. I said, "Look at the Lord." Yes. When, we, when I first saw you, God is doing some things. I'm excited for you. Amen. Just don't fight him. Don't fight him. Let God have His perfect work in your life. There's four young ladies. That you that you that you that you travel that you that, that's in your circle with you, that's watching you very very carefully. They want to see what your next move is, and God is going. God's using you to, to change your circle. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna change. He's he's gonna he's gonna blow up your circle for the good. Ain't gonna change your circle for the great. Mm -hmm. He's gonna place you before some people that's gonna man be able to do some wonderful that's gonna set your career path. Mm. Let me do that right there. Let me talk. Let me talk to you. Not, maybe not today, but we're gonna talk. Ah, oh God. That's just still me on. Mm. Come on. Yeah, if you need to be saved on the day, come on. Give Jesus your life. Give God your life on today. You need to know him. You need to know him in a perfect in a, in a perfect way. You want to come out from where you are. You want to come out and break away from the norm. You say, God, this is my time to reset. I got to reset my life. I need to be more like you. I got to be more like you. If that's you on the day, just... You know, we, we made the calls early. You came in late. God, I repent. God, I want to give you my life. 
I want to serve you for the rest of my life. Hallelujah, God. I want to. I want you to know that I'm with you. I'm for you. And if that's you on the day, hey, just say, God, I repent. Acts 2.38 tells us, repent. And after you repent, ask God to forgive you and cleanse you, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Hallelujah. And then receive ye the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. With the Spirit of Hallelujah, God. Speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God gives you the utterance. He'll fill you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Yeah, yeah. He'll fill you, fill you up. We pray that God is doing it right now wherever you are. Listen, don't just do it as an act of you just doing it. Come on, get, open your heart, open your, open your mind, open your spirit up to receive God on the day. He'll come in. He'll be a father to the fatherless. He'll be a friend to you. Hallelujah. He'll be whatever you need him to be to change your life for the better. Amen. You don't have to stay in the condition that you're in. He said, I come that you may have life and have that life more abundantly. So you don't have to stay burned down. You don't have to stay, you don't have to stay in bondage to the devil. You can be free on today. Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. We command you to be free in Jesus' name. Yeah, if you want to be a part of this, a partner with this ministry here in the Kingdom of Advancy, come on, reach out to us. Let us know you want to partner with us. We'll love you as always because we love God. We'll pray for you. We'll, we'll keep your name before God. We'll pray on, on the behalf of, of God, on behalf of your children, your, your spouse, whatever's going on. We just want to agree with you and see the very best of God. Be made manifested in your life. Amen? Yeah, yeah. God wants change. We want to see God's change Woo, in your life. Yeah, we believe that the power of God is here. He's changing the very lives. He's changing the very lives of the people who are sitting in here. And who's watching with you. He's changed their life by virtue of the word. Let God change your life on today. Amen? We all had to reset. We all had to break away from things that was holding us. People, things, places. We all had to get away. And then we all, even, even those who are saved and believe in Jesus Christ, love him with all that, we still, some of us still have to reset to go to the next level in God. Out with the old, in with new. You know, every year, every season, for every season, there's a change. There's a reset. When winter is over, we, we got our spring clothes, we got our short sets out. So I'm smelling like mothballs. <laughs> when the winter, when winter comes, we put up our summer clothes. We get our coats and stuff out. So there's always a reset for us. Why not reset your life? And don't make it a don't make it a routine to put back on the old things. You you got to reset with new things. But the always the one thing that we reset with is Jesus Christ. God, what do you want me to do? We always inquire of the Lord. Inquire of God. God, what would you have me to do today? God, I yield myself to you. And once you avail yourself to God, I promise you, he'll make all things new in your life. Amen? Amen. He'll change the very nature of things going on around you. 
If you need prayer, I, I did that, right? Part of the ministry. I did that. I did that? Yeah, I got that. Part if you want prayer, let us know you want prayer. Let us know. Listen, Monday nights are not just the only time. I mean, Monday afternoon is not the only time we pray. We are praying all the time for you, for the partners of this ministry. I labor, we labor before God on your behalf all the time. That God will show himself strong in your lives. Amen? So if you need prayer, put it, type it in the chat. Let us know. If you need prayer, if you're here, let us know. What I want to start doing is every prayer request, we're going to start posting it. We're going to start writing. We're going to put it on the altar here, and we're going to be praying for you. We may not be calling out every prayer request, but if you submit them, we're going to be praying for you. And at the end of that, we want to hear testimonies because we want to burn those things up. We want to let the devil know that you have no victory in the lives of God's people. Amen? Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb yes. and the word of our testimony. A lot of people don't believe that prayer works. Yeah. And we don't just run out. We don't just come around. These doors are not open on Monday um, at noon because we like paying electric bills and like paying bills. <laughs> we here because we want to see change in the lives of the people. And this is a haven for people. That you can run and come on and be safe. Mondays are here so you can break away from the things of the old and reset and get in here. And when it was an hour, that there's an hour of refuge for you. That God's peace will overtake you. That you can now equip to go back out and fight some more. Amen. 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 Hey, people need to know that I come in as, as a wounded soldier. I come in and I get, I get, my, I get healed. Then I can go back out and fight again. Yeah, whoever said that when you're on the battlefield, you don't get wounded alive. But there's a time to reset. We come in and we, we gather together to get healed and refreshed so we can go back out and fight again. So don't rob yourselves. Of a time to come in and reset. Come on, you equip. And if you're not, we want to help you get equipped to fight the battle. Amen. Because this is, whether you know that the war rages on. Yeah. But the key to the war is we win. Yes. Amen. We got the victory. Yeah. Don't let nobody fool you. We win. We got the cheat code. <laughs> and his name is Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, God bless you, woman.